welcome to the Petty Witches Podcast. I'm Calistrate. I'm Melano. And this is us. Yeah. This is this is it. This is it. This is it. May I be warned, don't do any of the stupid shit we try at home. Now you researched for this episode. I did. And less than 30 minutes. Yeah, I'm good at research. I also knew what I wanted to talk about. I just wanted to verify some shit. Okay. So, how do you feel about Halloween? Um, great holiday. As I was a kid. I mean, as I got older, the more slutty it got. (laughs) And then I realized, I'm slutty too. And you know what? Don't don't mess with my thought aesthetic. I love Halloween. I think everyone does. It's a gay thing. (laughs) I don't even think it's a gay thing. No, but the gays really take it to the next level. Yeah, that's fair. So, if things go according to plan, this episode should be coming out um, October 30th? Yeah. So, just in time for Halloween. Exactly. Which I will be celebrating by writing all night. Oh, for yeah. For NaNoWriMo. Nano, nano, Nano-ween. 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 Um, so, I'm excited for Halloween. I don't even have a fucking costume, but... I don't either. I'm going to be lazy, and I'm going to throw some shades on and a blazer and just be Crowley. From Good Omens. From Good Omens. You want to specify. Yeah, not not Crowley from Supernatural. Or Crowley, the occultist author, oh, who was an anti-Semitic. Yeah. Yeah, no, Crowley from Good Omens, because... Why not? I love that book. He's a whole mood. Um. Anyway, so I'm ready for Halloween from... And no way at all. I've actually not done anything yet for Halloween. I'm actually hearing things. I'm sorry. Um, I was hearing something in the background. Sorry. It might have been. There's a dog out there. Oh. Anyway. So, I have some Halloween shit to let y'all in on. Stop crackling your knuckles and why is Tato <laughs> growling? Why are you growling? Tato, it's just Halloween. Halloween. He doesn't want to be put in a doggy costume. Um, he loves doggy costumes. You were gonna do Cerberus. We were. But we're, we, last year we dressed him up as Houndoom. And then he has a sweater he just loves. He loves getting dressed up. Um. You're, you really love the lesbians then. (laughs) You are a head, airhead with the love of lesbians. He's like Thor. Well. Marvel Thor. Let's clarify that first of all. I'm not getting hit by lightning tonight because you decided to insult Thor. No, Thor, fuck it up. The Norse god, not Thor, the Marvel dude. No, I'm talking about Thor, the god of lesbians. Okay. Can we just move on? Okay. What do you know, like, quickly about the history of Halloween? Jack's shit. I was, like, raised in a very Christian town, so it was all Christian-based. So I'm gonna say Jack shit. Well, so Halloween actually falls interestingly, near a cross-quarter day. I mean, yeah. So, as far as that goes, you you know, everyone knows the equinoxes and the solstices. Yeah, that's common. But, not as many people know about cross-quarter days, which are literally exactly halfway through. Like, halfway between an equinox and a solstice. Yes. Um, and so, Samhain, the Celtic ritual actually fell on the cross-quarter day between the autumn equinox and Yule. Yes. Um, which most people now consider that to be around November 1st. Yeah. 
Because it's just, it's just easier to pick a date than changing it every year. Yeah. Um, November 1st is also All Saints Day. Yeah. Which is a holiday for the Catholic Church, which I know very little about. I, I know they're very sketchy. Does that count? But I know a lot of churches. And they diddle tots. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I can't help it. I, I'm not alone. I, I literally shook it to the core. I don't know what to say. Can we just get on with the Celtic holiday? Oh my gosh. Um, by the gods, my phone is blowing up over there. I can see that. Um, so Halloween is actually kind of a culmination of pagan Roman, like pagan Celtic. Pagan, Roman, and Catholic traditions. I'm not surprised. Can well, I say Halloween that? actually isn't even its original name. I know. Because it was All Hallows Eve, which, you know, because people are lazy with language, you add a couple commas or an apostrophes here and there, and you get a whole new word. Yeah. Um, human beings are just lazy. Human beings are just lazy. But I can't blame them. I'm really lazy. But a major, let's see, similarity in all these cultures around this day is a day to honor the dead. Yes. They had one in Rome in October to honor the dead. All Saints Day honors ancestors. And Samhain, you know, you light some bonfires to honor the dying sun and you hope your ancestors don't come back and kill your pigs. Please don't kill my pigs. I like my pigs. I have one named George I'm very attached to. He stays in the house. He likes to sleep in the bathtub. Please don't kill him. You know, so you would light some fires, you'd carve some turnips, and you'd leave, you know, some cakes outside of town. And you just kind of pushed your ancestors. It's like, you know, like at Thanksgiving when you really just want your family gone and you're just like, okay. Bye now. Go. I mean, thank you for visiting, but just go, please. Um, So it's kind of like that. Yes. Um, And it wasn't actually, in America, it wasn't really a thing until about the 19th century. Yeah, I can believe that. Because in the later half of the 19th century, you had a massive influx of immigrants. Yeah. And it was specifically mostly brought over by 19th century Irish immigrants. I love the Irish because I am Irish and Welsh. And go bra. I feel like I just alienated anyone in Ireland from you, ever listening to us. You probably just did. I think you should apologize. Just be dissy. Thank you. <laughs> I think that was an apology. That, that was. I said I'm sorry in French. Okay. I, if I remembered how to say it in Guelga, I would have, but it's been a couple years. You could have just said, I'm sorry in English. No, I have to apologize. Okay. My brain told me to do it in the right language, and I couldn't, so I went to French. Okay. Um, I can still say that cow over there is brown, though, in Guelga. That's <laughs> such an important thing to learn how to say. <laughs> I can say Hello. You know, it's like when I first started learning Japanese, the first thing they taught me how to say was, uh, it wasn't my name. It wasn't, 
how to greet somebody. It was how to point and say something or something else. You know what I mean? Like, that yeah. over there is an umbrella. And I was like, yeah, this is useful. So useful for fucking starting out. Thanks. Yep. Anyway. I want to die. So, in the 20th century is when Halloween really kind of became what we think Halloween. It really kicks off. Yeah, you know, that's when you start getting dressing up and going out and you get the movies and books. Well, I mean, like, science fiction wasn't invented until the 19th century. Yeah, I love science you know, fiction. And then you get, like, the War of the Worlds. Yeah. Um, Frankenstein. I mean, Frankenstein was earlier. But Dracula was also earlier. Um, but the, not... the movies. Yeah. You know, Wolfman, um, Nesperatu, that kind of stuff. That's when it really picked up speed. But also what came with that was urban legends. Ooh, spooky, spooky. Which, as someone who really enjoys folklore... Yeah. I do love a good urban legend. I think a lot of people do. Um, well, can you think of an urban legend about Halloween that you've heard a lot? Um, no. No? We didn't do that. I told you, like, I was a very... Well, you know, did your parents ever tell you they had to check your candy? Oh, yeah. That I heard a lot. Poisoned Halloween candy? Yeah, I heard that a lot. That is an urban legend. I know that. But, did you know that it has happened before? Yeah, I know, because it was a guy trying to murder his son for the insurance. Guess what? Oh, that's what it's based off of? That's what we're talking about? That's what we're going to talk about. I love this story. So, if you have ever been told that you need to check your Halloween candy, it's mostly paranoia. No one has ever been poisoned by a stranger through Halloween candy. They've been poisoned by their parents. So, let's set the scene. I like setting scenes. Obviously, you've done this twice now. No, we didn't record that second, that other episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. we did it because so, it became a lot. All right, lie. yeah. So I want you to picture it. Okay. Closing my eyes, picturing it, go. It's Halloween night. Okay. 1974. Is the moon full or what? The moon is there. The moon exists. <laughs> okay. Or she, maybe she doesn't. Who knows? Do you believe in the moon? I sure don't. I don't. It's a hologram. <laughs> the moon's a hologram. Do you believe in the moon landing? I do not even believe in the moon. <laughs> the moon's not even there. It's a dinosaur egg. When's that gonna happen? <laughs> that raises that question. I believe there's a Doctor Who episode where it's literally like a space dragon egg. Honestly, my child. Anyway, so I want you to set the scene. Okay, back, go. So, Halloween night. Got it. About 8 p.m. Okay. 1974. I don't really know what 1974 looked like, but okay, go. Bell bottoms and bad hair. Got it. (laughs) All right, the moon may or may not have existed. Probably not, (laughs) but continue. And there is where we encounter Ronald... Clark. That O'Brien. sounds like an asshole name. So in I'm... Pasadena, Texas. Of course it's in Texas. Yes, of course it's in Texas. Alright, so we're in Pasadena. No offense to Texas. So Even we're in was... Texas. Okay, I'm in Texas. It's Halloween night. Okay. And eight-year-old Timothy O'Brien is out trick-or-treating. That's such a classic little boy name. With his sister and two neighbor kids and his father, Ronald. Ronald, the mm-hmm. asshole. And they encounter a house with okay. no lights on, which 
you you do know what no lights on on Halloween means, right? No candy for you, bitches. Yeah. Don't go up to a house if the lights aren't on. No candy for you. People will probably be mad at you. Yes, they will. And, you know, so the kids are disappointed, but Ronald pulls a pixie stick out of nowhere and goes, well, this is from that house. And it's a big one. I think it's 21 inches. So it's one of those It's giant... like two feet. It's like a two foot big... I know which ones you're talking about. Like yeah. the ones in the plastic tubes where you're supposed to... Yeah, I know what you're The big about. ass boys. Poor pixie stick. So he's like, here you go, son... And Timmy, little Timmy's just like, oh, yay, sugar. Because I'm assuming that's how kids eight-year-olds behave. Um, you know, and so there's five of these pixie sticks. And so one goes to little Timmy. One goes to his sister. And then two go to, the like, the two little neighbor kids. And then he gives one to their neighbor, to a ten-year-old boy who he knew from church. Oh, boy. Um, and so, you know, Tim, little Timmy decides he wants to eat some candy before bed. And, of course, he picks the pixie stick. And he complains about the candy tasting bitter. Oh, wait. Is it bitter almonds or bitter in general? He just says bitter. Okay. Well, I guess like a You're, you'll little kid. You'll find out. Okay. So he says this candy tastes bitter. Which, if you're eating pure sugar, I would hope it doesn't taste bitter. If it tastes bitter. It's probably not sugar. It's probably not fucking pixie sticks. Run to a hospital (laughs) as quick as you can. Almost immediately, Timmy starts complaining of stomach pain and other complaints, and he dies. I'm gonna... I want to know what poison this is, because I have a pretty good idea. I'm getting to it. Okay. So, it was found that the pixie stick contained enough potassium cyanide to kill two adult men. Ah! I was right. Two adult men. I was right. It was potassium cyanide. You said it had a bitter taste. And And he gave it to his eight-year-old son. For insurance money. He was $100,000 in debt. And so he planned on killing both his children. Which he had taken out very large life insurance policies for. That ain't suspicious. Mm-hmm. And the three neighbor kids? Died. Just, nope. Tim was the only one who ate the pixie stick. Oh, shit. The three neighbor kids were given the pixie sticks to throw suspicion off of Ronald. <gasps> Devious. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know, the police are like, okay, what house did you get this candy from? You know, who gave it to you? And he tried framing someone who had an alibi. That never worked. Yeah, it didn't work. And the police kind of got suspicious because he was dodging a lot of answer, like questions. Yeah. You know, like he wasn't giving them what they wanted, the information they needed. And so they arrest him and he was convicted. Yep. For murder. And it actually took like, three stays of execution before he was actually executed. Yeah. I'd hope so. Like, gosh dang. Like, I'd uh, hope he was executed. Yeah. Let me clarify. So, Ronald Clark O'Brien was executed on March 31st of 1984. Just under ten years after he murdered his eight-year-old son. Can um, I just say dang? 
I can't imagine being, first of all, in that much amount of debt, right? Like, I'm in yeah. college, but I can't imagine being in that much debt. Well, he and maintained I, his innocence until he died. Um, and actually, so he maintained his innocence, and he also spoke out about how he disagreed with the death penalty. Gee, I wonder why. Um, and so on the day he died, yeah. um, people actually threw candy and yelled trick-or-treat at anti-death penalty protesters. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. <laughs> um, that's, yeah. Um, he's also got some lovely nicknames. Like? Um, the Candy Man. Oh, yeah, that's what I know And the by. Man Who Killed Halloween. Yep, that one I know. So, so basically, uh, checking your kid's candy is BS, but do it anyway, just in case. I mean... In case, in case your spouse suddenly wants to kill your kids. Yeah, I mean, technically, if you're, go- if you're a child and you're going to be murdered, you are 90% more like you're gonna be killed by someone you know oh yeah especially um it's just a statistic i'm a almost all children who are uh abducted Abducted or or murdered tend to be abducted or murdered by someone in their family usually in their immediate family so like mother father uncle Mm mm-hmm that type of thing. Like, I'm a forensic student, and that's very common. And it's a very sad statistic because people are like, stranger danger, and it's like... Stranger danger is very overhyped because you, you are very much more likely to be killed by your father. Or your mother. Or your sibling. Or your mother. Especially if your mother just had birth. hmm Because of uh, postpartum, postpartum depression. depression. A lot of cases of mothers killing their... Drowning their Infanticide. babies. Infanticide. Infanticide, yeah. Because it's just... Um, it's horrible, but it is. Well, what have it is. you heard the rumor going around about Halloween candy this year? No, they're actually warning people that um, they their kids' candies might be laced with CBD. That's fine. No, no, no. Do you want to know why that's funny? Why? You know how expensive that shit is. Oh yeah, I know. No it's one extreme. is lacing your grubby little kids' <laughs> candy with CBD, except for maybe your parents. No one's got that kind of money. Except for maybe the parents themselves yeah. to make the kids go night-night. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's the only time I can picture it. But, yeah, like, statistically speaking, your Halloween candy is probably fine. But, I mean, I would not say don't check it. Like, if it's open, don't eat it. Like, you know. That's just a, that's just a general rule. That's just rule a general life. rule. Think about the bacteria. It could have touched dirt. Cut this dirt. Dirt. Don't touch your grimy little gross hands. Yeah, it could have touched a child. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you know about the rules, right, for Halloween, like, certain ages aren't allowed now to go out for Halloween trick-or-treating in certain towns. What? Yeah, a lot of towns are, like, will check, like, the children, like, how old they are, if they can go trick-or-treating now. That sounds like some bullshit. I feel like allowing teenagers to trick-or-treat keeps them from going out and doing worse. Exactly. I mean, when I was a kid, I'd much rather have gone trick-or-treating. Time for candy, then go out and drink. Yeah, alcohol. like I went trick or treating until I think I was like seventeen. Yeah, I think like um yeah, I think uh, our town town I'm from is like thirteen. See, I'm I'm kind of a, like if they make an effort, like if you have a teenager who has dressed up and they're there making an effort, give yeah. them some fucking candy. They could be doing or much if they're, worse. What if they're like you know guiding around their younger siblings? You know what I mean? Like they yeah. got dressed up with their younger siblings and were like. We're gonna go trick or treating because you're taking out your younger siblings, and then the police stop you, and they will be put in jail for a night in some places. I feel like that's just excessive, and like that's again, crazy. It's, it's it really it does come down to the 
if they're out trick-or-treating, they're not out doing other stuff. Yeah. I just, I'm just sitting here like, wow. I think that's some bullshit. It There's is. so many restrictions on Halloween these days. Like, I remember, like, in the last couple years, it's stuff like, trick-or-treating starts at 6 and it has to be over by 8. Yeah, and now it's like, you can't go out past a certain age. That's nuts. And then there's people who are petitioning to have Halloween moved to the, just the last Saturday. In October. No, you're gonna ruin it. But, like, oh well. I feel like I am personally of the ideology that children, if you don't smother them with rules, will behave. Because they have no reason to rebel. If they have a reason to rebel, they're gonna rebel. But if you don't give them a reason and you have open lines of communication, Um, you don't need all these stupid-ass restrictions because your kids aren't gonna go misbehave. Not even that. It's just, like, why would you take that away from 14-year-olds? Like, the ability right? to go trick-or-treat. That seems like a shitty thing to right? do. Right? Like, my parents tried to enforce, like, no trick-or-treating after 10. Yeah. Didn't work. Yeah, no. It was my... I loved dressing up and getting free candy. Everyone does. Like, I... Like I said, I Free think, things. That carries into your adulthood. We yeah. see the thing that says free anything. We'll we take want it. it. We'll take Especially it. Especially as college students. Especially as college students. I get all the time, like, hey, if you go to this event, you get free pizza. And I'm like, I'm there. Yeah. I don't care what it is. I'm there. Yeah, you go to this event, you get a free t-shirt. Oh, great. The night shirt I could wear to bed. Fuck yeah. Yeah, like, I have so many t-shirts that I just got at free events because I like free shit. Exactly. And, you know, free candy, and I get a dress up. Exactly. Um, I feel like Halloween shouldn't just be for kids. No. But, like, you see now, like, in college. Like, now it's all like, sexualized. As an adult, yeah, you're just kind of like, I'm well. like, I just want to eat candy and dress up. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind looking like a thought, but... Because I look like a thought on a normal basis. Yeah, but I mean, like... But that's me. You're a farm gay. I am a farm gay. You're a farm lesbian. I am a farm lesbian. So, like, and then there's me who's just, like, a total thought. A non-binary thought at that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Thought knows no gender. <laughs> Thoughtness knows no gender. But... Well... I'm ready for Halloween. You're ready for Halloween now. I've got this killer fucking apple cider sangria. Okay. I got writing events to go to. I got rum cupcakes. And I have Beetlejuice, Heathers, and Sweeney Todd to watch. Oh, yeah. And the event we're going to. NaNoWriMo? No. The NaNoWeen. After that oh, one. no, the, we're going to the Samhain bonfire. Yeah, that one. Yes. That one. All, it's an all-night bonfire celebrating Samhain. I think it's, it's a potluck, too. Oh, man, that means I have to cook. Eh, we can just bring something together. But it's like um, a ritual, a potluck, and then an all-night bonfire. Okay. It's great. Okay. So I love how we're talking to our personal life now. Hi, right, we're just going to go to a bonfire. Y'all yeah. y'all can't come. Sorry. Yo. You you'd have to know people. It's it's part of it's actually a church. Yeah. Well, church in quotation church, marks. It's a grove. It's a pagan grove. Yeah. But with that, we're gonna go. We're gonna go. Um, we still have to investigate the loud boom from earlier. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, motherfuckers. Let's get spooky. You heard it here. We're gonna go get spooky. Bye. <laughs>